very much for joining us in our inaugural CLOPIN podcast. That stands for College Libraries Ontario Open, discussion on libraries and open educational resources. My name is Gordana Vitez and I'm the chair of the College Libraries Ontario Open Ed Committee and we're welcoming today Jackie Chambers-Page from Niagara College and Wendy Ward, also from Niagara College. Full disclosure, I am also from Niagara College. So we're sitting here today to discuss our experiences with open education resources. Just turning to Wendy now, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, Wendy? Not at all. I've been teaching at Niagara College partial load since 2004 and full-time since 2007 in the communications or the academic and liberal studies. So I do writing and communications for a variety of different program areas. Thanks, Wendy. And Jackie, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? I started the college in 2010. And pretty much since uh, the day I started, I remember hearing about OER and the conversation hasn't stopped since. And I'm really happy to see where it's been going now. And in my role, I'm a library facilitator of information literacy, but a, a component of my job is also to kind of be a lead advocate for OER at Niagara College. And I'm really happy to be a part of that. That's awesome. I, I am so fortunate to work with Jackie in the libraries. A um, little bit about myself. I started in 99 at the uh, at Niagara College and uh, very happy to work with both of these wonderful people in regards to um, all things open. So I think we'll get started with some questions. And uh, the first one to open up with, Wendy, how has the library supported you and your colleagues on using adopting, adapting, anything, OER. There are so many ways that the Niagara College Library has provided support and direction and guidance when it comes to stumbling through the forest that is OER. And the people who work here have gone above and beyond in any number of ways. Um, my first venture into the uh, OER landscape was in 2018 when I thought it would be a really great idea to adapt. And I had a program person who was willing to support me on that for the course. And I think there were two or three people at the library who went out of their way to help walk me through this. Um, and there was somebody from eCampus as well who helped in that initial stage. And so that was my first foray into it. And I could not have done that without the library support. That's fantastic. Um, I do remember that, and I remember the initial discussions and curiosity and, you know, a little bit of trepidation. It's, it's all new for everybody, and, and somehow we navigated it. It was a great learning experience, I think, on all fronts. Um, and again, it was made pleasurable because of the people in the library who were helping out. Um, again, the technology part of it, technology is not my first and foremost go-to. So it was really great for me to be able to call up somebody in the library and say, no idea what I'm doing with H5P, please help me out here. And knowing that I had that kind of support was immense. 
Right, and, and a great learning experience for us too. So this brings us to a pretty good question here. So there are some areas I think that you expected to benefit from the library, but what are the supports that came up during that process that perhaps you weren't aware of or, or was pleasantly surprised by? Certainly the range of skills and the range of willingness. Um, I think that everybody here has taken an improv course where you never say, no, it's always yes, and you make something happen or something work. So that, to me, is a really key part of it being open, knowing that if there's an idea that you'd like to try, there's never any bad in talking to somebody in the library about it. We're all working towards a common good of making something better for our students or making a better, not just academic experience, but a better overall life experience of doing post-secondary. That's very true. Very, very true. Mm-hmm. With the OER project that you brought to us, OER was such a new concept, a new thing to bring into post-secondary at the time. And as the library, we had so far we had just taken a real advocacy approach. We knew they were out there. We knew what the potential was, but we weren't sure where to go next. So it was really great to have you come in and be a willing partner to do that. And your questions to help us figure out what our role could be, what the kind of questions are going to be from faculty members that are trying this, what skills we need to develop so that we can help in the future. So it was a really great experience for that. Jackie, you couldn't have set me up better for this next (laughs) question. (laughs) What a fantastic segue. So I guess the next question is, from a faculty member's perspective, what would you suggest to other library professionals who might be listening to this podcast, what do you think that they should do or where where they should start? That's um, a great question. And I think every faculty member would have a different response to that as we're all at various stages of exploring with OER. Um, For me, I came into it really enthusiastic about the whole philosophy behind OER and the premise that that an open education resource is much more collaborative with the students who are doing the course as well. So for me, that was the end goal. Um, I know that there are faculty members who are concerned about the reliableness or the authority of open education because Mm -hmm. it is uh, easy to produce. Having been through some of the OER training sessions, I can honestly say that it's as rigorous as any publication setting. Um, BC Campus, eCampus Ontario, there is a system that you have to go through before something is put live. Uh, As you know, I'm currently working on a new textbook, again, with immense support from the library that enables me to know that this book is being reviewed by students, by members of the profession, and then I've also got some faculty members who are reviewing it. So you get as much input as you want. In terms of how a library person can support a faculty, you know, the best way is what do you need? Again, open-ended and willing to work with it. What was the most challenging aspect of that first OER experience? And what was the most rewarding aspect of that experience? 
I would say that there were two parts that were most challenging. Um, the first was the technology side of it. And I have to say that the people in our library made that not even a problem for me because the library looked after holding my hand as we went through that technology, uh, very steep technology learning curve for me. But you guys made it seem as though that you've been doing this all the time. In terms of the, the harder part with faculty was getting adoption. Like it took two, three years before my department was willing to adopt the OER as the textbook of choice for this course. And that was because of, partly because of COVID, partly because of reluctance, something new. Um, there's an ongoing debate whether or not having a, a textbook for a course is a good thing. We all, as faculty members, have our own resources that we use. One of the things that really helped in terms of getting that adoption was making sure that faculty understood that there is no cost to the students and it doesn't stop you as a faculty person from being able to use other resources, your own resources. In fact, with an OER, you can adapt and include your own resources for your students. It's seamless. Right. And, and that's probably the most rewarding aspect. The most rewarding aspect for me came when you told me a story about a student from my class coming in and, and how relieved she was at not having to choose between feeding her children and buying a textbook. Yeah, that was, uh, to say that was a poignant moment is obviously an understatement and I completely unsolicited in the fact that I was on the desk at the yeah. time and got that feedback, knowing exactly which course she was speaking of and, and relating her situation. It was, wow, that hit me like a ton of bricks too. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty powerful. Very, very powerful. So pedagogically, it's wonderful because it's open, it's collaborative. We're flipping things from the sage on the stage, being the only person with expertise and getting the students to buy in and become enthusiastic about their own education to not have a student have to make some really tough financial decisions. Absolutely. Taking this a little bit in a different direction and involving Jackie here to find out a little bit more about the library's role at Niagara College regarding OER. Maybe you can describe a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you, Cordina. We tended to be more of an advocacy piece for the longest time. Just we really wanted to get the word out there and promote that. So we've been running a lot of introductory types of sessions, just trying to move that along. And I think we are finally at the point now where we're ready to move beyond that. Now we want to get into the real practical parts of it. I find that the questions we're getting now are more about that evaluation piece. Some really great questions are coming up about that. So I feel like our programming is going to move more towards that in the future. So far, what we've done is we offer a series of webinars for faculty to get them interested in OER. We talk about those benefits, about the, the financial benefits, but also about the benefits for equity in education and about the, the possibilities of customization and the flexibility of things and the potential for collaboration. We really try to emphasize those pieces of OER because 
because it's it's such a revolutionary thing to do. It's a refreshing thing, I think, for people to do too. For me as an outsider looking in at that process, I feel like I would find it more rewarding to have a say in, in what is put in these resources that I'm sharing with my students. So I think so. And from a faculty perspective, it's really rewarding to have the student input. I had some great ideas in the textbook that I'm just working on right now that, you know, this grammar section, here it is, straightforward, simple instructions on Mm -hmm. the rules and principles. And when the students looked at it and the focus group of the professionals in the field looked at it, they all said, this is horrible. It's boring. We don't want this. Tell us what is wrong and how we can fix it. So I've had to, I mean, it's been a little more work, but now I know that I'm, it's going to be something that they actually want Mm, and that they'll actually read and look at. So I think I would much rather have material out there that is useful for the students than not. And some of the professionals from the focus group have even indicated that it's the sort of thing that they're looking forward to being able to use with the staff at their locations, too. That's fantastic to hear because that's what we're hoping as the library. We can now start advocating on those principles more so than just the financial benefits. We want to start promoting that more. I think what we'd like to move forward with doing is looking more about the evaluation piece and putting together some resources to help with that process. So we've had a lot of years of advocacy, just straight up advocacy, and now we're finally getting the buy-in. Now it's the time to move forward into those deeper discussions. So I'm I'm excited to see where we're going to go. And then there's the whole how do we as a college create a policy to move forward with OER? Mm -hmm. And having that senior admin buy-in is an essential step. Yes, yes. And that's another thing that our library is working at is getting a policy put forward. And we're trying to get those pieces together as well. It's it's kind of funny how things fell to the library as the, the place that is doing this. And it's not really clear how that even happened, I guess, because we started with the advocacy and the guides and we had Gordana, who's always a champion. Yes. So it's now become our thing, which is great. We love being that. Um, and we're starting to now get more partners across the college as well. Like we're working on building those relationships more in regards to OER and really we can see it being a cross college type of culture shift that we're going to see happen. At least I hope we're going to see happen in, over the next few years. Yes. I Certainly in conversations I've had with other faculty members about OER, I try to make sure that it's clear that this isn't so much as a shift, because I think that really does scare people. Mm-hmm. This is an expansion. Yeah. This is making sure that the resources that you think are the best can be widely available. That accessibility that you mentioned earlier is an essential part of this. And this means that um, students can still get a print copy if they prefer. But the fact that we can embed videos or embed links or embed mini quizzes, um, that program H5P allows us to do so much more interactive. And then because it's in an online format, um, the accessibility features so that somebody who has a visual impairment can still have text read to them, can still have headings and pictures read to them because of the tags. Uh, It's very exciting about the equity issues that are being put forward through OERs. Mm -hmm. I love that cultural expansion. And I I think 
It's an interesting question, too, about as much as we're advocates for OER, a question that the library folks who are listening to this podcast might have is, how do you draw the line <laughs> with library support and OER? Like, what's what's manageable? What's doable? What, you know, for the bandwidth that you have, what you really need to do is do an experiment, see how it goes, and then start to draw the lines from there, right? And, and of course, initially, the first one is always going to take a little bit more time because you may have to develop some skills that you didn't know that you needed before. Good um, point. Yeah. Good point yeah. to so, make. And once you get those skills, maybe you say, okay, you know what? I know how to use H5P pretty well. I We can support faculty in this. It took me, you know, this long to learn how to use this. It's something that I think other staff members in the library would be able to learn fairly easily so we could share that knowledge. It's not too onerous for us to take that on as an additional duty. Um, Some other things maybe would be a little bit more in-depth, like let's say we're looking at something like proofreading or... um, copy editing, that kind of thing, that which is a significant piece of time, that may not be something the library is able to help with as the library staff itself, but maybe that's something that you start looking for partners or um, other tools that are available out there that you could suggest. It'd be great if we could say across all libraries, this is what a library does and these are these are the roles we perform, but that's not realistic. Every institution is going to be different. They have different supports available. It's, it's just going to be different. It's murky. It That's is. Emerging. It is. And I think that's okay. It's okay to be flexible and and customize what you offer to your your patrons. There's nothing wrong with that because every place has its own culture. You you build things differently and that's fine. And it's it's a shame to, to really say that the line is drawn on time, on people's time, but it really kind of is because if so much time is being given to one thing, then that means other things are suffering for it. So you don't want to commit to something that is going to put the other pieces of your job at a disadvantage. And from speaking as a manager, your answer was excellent. <laughs> yes. in that you don't want the other things, to, but it's absolutely realistic that you do have everything else that still needs to be done. And yeah, it's, it's a new addition looking at it in terms of um, somebody who thinks about how a library is going to run and how tasks are going to be divided, OER is essentially new. Now, one of the questions is regarding textbooks and the relationship that college libraries have with textbook lending. What do you think of OER support as kind of like the next level textbook support? Is it analogous? Is it different? There's nothing worse uh, as a library staff member being at the front desk when a student has come up to you four or five times in a couple of hours trying to get a copy of their textbook that's on reserve. Say it's on a four-hour loan. It's out there. They're desperate to get it. They have an assignment due. They need it so badly and you have to keep telling them, no, I'm sorry. It's not back yet. It's not back yet. It's not back yet. And you feel terrible about it because you know how desperate they are for it. 
So it's as library staff, you really see where our role fits there. Just it's so freeing for us as library professionals to not have to disappoint students anymore. Like, of course, behind the scenes, supporting this OER, that's definitely a much more rewarding thing to do than stand at a front desk and say, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Definitely, I can see this being the transition from away from that model to this new model where we have OER available to students. That's our role now when it comes to textbooks is we help support faculty in the back end making OER possible for the students. Well, I think that ends us on a pretty fantastic and positive note for libraries and OER. And I hope that all of our OER listeners, our, our library listeners who are invested in OERs, take this opportunity to think about how it might happen at their institution. And hopefully some of the, the conversation that we had here today will help you out with those decisions. As Jackie said, don't draw a line. <laughs> Just see where, <laughs> see where it goes. <laughs> and it's tough, but we're here. Um, we're happy to support you too as fellow uh, library professionals working together to uh, get OER out there with our, uh, to our faculty and to our students. And thank you very much, Wendy Ward. Always appreciate uh, your, your OER enthusiasm. Uh, and my library love. <laughs> and Jackie, thank you very much for professionally for all of your support of faculty here at NC. As the manager of the libraries, uh, it makes me super duper proud and uh, very happy to work with you. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's going to end our inaugural podcast and uh, feeling pretty good about it. <laughs> great job, Gordana. Thank you. <laughs> this is great. Thank you very much, everyone. Enjoy. Enjoy.